With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Game Time CT High School Football Podcast. I'm one of your three hosts, Sean Patrick Bowley. With me, as always, Pete Paguaga and Kyle Brennan. Um, you know, <laughs> what can I tell you about last week? Uh, it was a for it was an eventful week for the few games that we actually had. Um, you know, beginning uh, with our the cornucopia of, of opinions that we got back from Pete's uh, handshake rant. And, you know, we, we, we had a lot of people who were quite angry with it and a lot of people who quietly looked at us and said, oh, that was, you know, I, we actually agree with you. So, uh, you know, and then we had a strong opinion from our columnist, Jeff Jacobs, who was, took the other side uh, and basically said he was uh, uncomfortable with our discussion and said under no circumstances that there should be any disrespect at all about handshakes, you know, and he, uh, and he's certainly entitled to his opinion on that. And I don't necessarily agree with Jake, but I also see where he's coming from, and I, I, I do agree with him on some, some of the major points. Uh, we, we, you know, we heard from a lot of people. Uh, Pete got an earful out of one of his games, and uh, all across Twitter and all across the, uh, all across the Internet. And, uh, you know, what can I tell you? I mean, you know, everyone's got, everyone had some pretty strong opinion, opinions about that one, but, you know, I, I think everyone had the... the their say, but I should mention that in the interim and during the games of this week, we actually saw two incidences where there were two uh, altercations in the post-game handshake line. Uh, so, you know, with possibly some people being injured, and uh, the only thing I'm going to say about this, really, we're just going to kind of move on past this to- topic, is that under no circumstances is that acceptable. So in, in that case, if you if everyone can't learn to be civil uh, then, then we should just all forget about it. You should, you should be off the team. You shouldn't be even, even involved. This is my hot take on this subject. If we can't be civil, if we can't, uh, you know, keep our – and just remember that it is just a game and remember all this stuff, then, then we shouldn't even be doing this anymore. So, uh, you know, if, that, if it means that we all must hand, shake hands at the beginning of the game, then so be it. So there, there you go. Uh, under no circumstances should anybody be, be you know, wailing on other kids after a post especially after post games so that was unfortunate and you know and if it you know comes down to it that's 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 the case i guess yeah i don't think uh, uh thank you for that sean by the way but i don't think anybody um you know thinks that that you know fighting after a game especially during a handshake line is a good idea i think that's an opinion that we can all agree on especially when if someone does get hurt um you know the end of the game is supposed to be the time when you you know Mm. Um, everything, you know, the uh, the adrenaline's out, the game's over, you know, it was a hard-fought battle by both sides, you shake hands, and you move on, and uh, you go at it next week. You know, we don't want to see that at any level. Correct. So. I also don't think we should necessarily, we don't know all the details yes. of what happened, so we also don't want to, say, cause and effect that says, you know, cause teams didn't shake hands or they jawed before the game does not equal, 
you know, post game that very well was probably was an isolated incident among yes. one or, or a few kids. Um, but you know, absolutely, that's the one thing that we all agreed on when we talked about this is post game. It's time. You know what? Yeah. You either congrat. You, to me, when you lose, the maturity is shown by whether you lose gracefully or yep. you lose bitterly yep. or, or cowardly. And uh, it, what happens before the game, you're in game face. I have no issues with that. We all kind of agreed. But after the game, that's yeah. but let bygones be bygones. Yeah. Be the big, bigger, uh, bigger men and women in that case, and uh, let it go. Yeah. yeah, I mean, look, don't get me wrong. It's not the first time that that's happened. No, uh, it won't be I the think last. It the week before. It'd yeah, be and we've been at games where it has happened. I was at a powder puff game last year when, uh, when it happened. Oh my god! You know, and, and so you know, it's something that I think we all need to, you know, yeah, realize that that is not okay. Last thing I'm just gonna say is that yes, this is an extension of the classroom. You know, and that's at mm. the very end of the day is what this is all about. Mm-hmm. It's the extension of the classroom, and if there are lessons that need to be learned, then they must be taught. So, you know, in this case, shake shake your hands before the game, please. All okay. Right. Anyway. Um, so should we move on to our regularly scheduled broadcast? Yes, we'll move that? on to our regularly. So that would just need to say that <laughs> yeah, just kind of right I off the top. I think that was a Lots great... of strong opinions. We appreciate them all. Even the, even the ones where the guys were really needling us, there were a lot of games that a lot of people at my game at hand who were just like, we kind of you know, we agree with Pete on that subject. And and that was that. So, That's the beauty of something like that, though. You can have your various opinions and have a conversation. Right. At least it. have a conversation. But, but the one thing, and I think Kyle brought this up, we can all have our opinions, but let's not, like, attack, attack, attack. Like, I know you're strong. I know it's strong. I, I know that you, you, you get a, maybe you get a visceral reaction on it, but, but let's please be civil about it. Mm. Please. Yeah. I think we can say that across all, you know, spectrums here anyway okay. so um, so let's whoop, dive it, it was oh. an eventful week <sighs> other yes, than it that was. so let's dive into our best of the week i think kyle and i have a collective one that uh <laughs> we want to do first um yes so if if some people know it is sean patrick bully's birthday today Woo! happy birthday Woo! <laughs> oh my god I don't have to clean this up later. Here's your hat, Sean. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. Hold on. Kyle, here's your hat. Thank you. It's very exciting. How's this look? Yeah. Do I have a noisemaker? Do I have a noisemaker? Hold on. We'll take care of that. Oh, man. Yeah, here we go. Oh, this is great. What oh, is he's this? got a birthday pin. Uh, Pete is affixing the birthday pin, the ribbon. I wish this was a real noisemaker. And with yeah. All right. Wow. That's right. I am. Pete was one of the biggest customers that Party City has ever seen today. <laughs> Can wow. we get the music down, please? <laughs> Barker, Barker is going to kill me with this mess, but we are, had are, to wait online and woo! Thank you. <laughs> All right, hold on one second. Happy birthday, Sean. Let's take a picture. And there it is. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You know, if I knew that was going to take so long, I would have been really short those first comments. (laughs) Happy birthday, Sean. Sean's got a star (laughs) hanging from his hair right now. All right, so that happened. Oh, my God. Um, That was awesome. And... Happy I am. Birthday, Sean. It feels great to be 28 years old, man. Uh, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have a vacuum? Because I'm definitely going to need a vacuum to clean this I'm up. I'm leaving right after the show. Yeah, i got to clean this up. Yeah. Oh um, so I'm going to tweet that out right now. I'm going to drum up. And this we is going to be the photo for the podcast. We went a, yeah, we went a whole... By the way, in case you didn't gather, it's Sean's birthday. 
Yes. I don't know. The ripe age of 28 years old. Yeah. Wow. It's been a great 28 uh, years, man. That was a great time. And the other 15 years (laughs) were great, too. I'm going to be playing with this confetti all show. Yeah, I'm going to have to get a vacuum and clean that up. I'm in a lot of trouble, by the way. Did Did you expense this? Party City, honestly, is like the cheapest place in the world. All of this costs less than 20 bucks. Oh, my God. Another sponsor without sponsorship. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, what, 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 what can I tell you? It's uh, great having a birthday during football season. Yeah, so that was... I got a nice shout-out from North Haven. Yes. As always, a fearful prep. They were... Uh, Shelton, too. And Shelton, as well, yeah. Wow. So... All the SEC guys are all so in So, happy birthday yeah. from Kyle and I, as well. Yep. You know, incidentally... The two teams, that, two of the teams that wished me a happy birthday were our teams I'm going to be seeing this uh, Friday. I, I don't know whether they were just doing that just to get me to go there. I mean, <laughs> and maybe they're sick of Pete. Who knows? Yeah, it's probably true. Definitely. Yeah. You know, we, 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 we don't want someone on the sideline like me. But, um, uh, yeah, so, um, Sean, what's your best of the week? <laughs> I wasted my best of the week on that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, no. God. Oh, I'm right, sorry. Stop well, playing with that. We need get, to clean that up. You guys can get a mulligan on that. Uh my best of the week is actually the, the prep school game. That was a great game. Yeah. You yeah. saw your nice catch there. By oh, yeah. Fellow. Cornelius Johnson, who's got basically the pick of the litter when it comes to college football programs, made a Tyree, David Tyree-type catch, helmet catch, one-handed, pinned it against his helmet, converted a third and 20 on the uh, the last scoring drives for, Br- for Brunswick and against Taft, and Taft goes right down the field. They get stopped on fourth down. They went, went right back down the field, got stopped on the four-yard line with uh, – no time left. Great game. Probably the best game I've seen all year. Wow. You know, and that's that's saying something. So Taft falls to, uh, <laughs> I believe, 4-1 and one now, and Brunswick stays unbeaten. Avon Old Farms, meanwhile, and Tyson Pumajan said that right, I think. Uh, <laughs> uh, they also, they, they had to rally back from, a, what, I think it was like 17 or 17-point deficit against Hotchkiss, unwinless Hotchkiss, too. I don't know what's going on there, but they stayed unbeaten, and uh, Avon Old Farms plays Taft coming up this week and then in just a couple of weeks it'll be Brunswick versus Avon Old Farms <coughs> and then the huge bum 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 yeah so if you're a big prep school fan that will certainly be the pay- place to be on October 27th I believe so great great catch by I mean that was one of the best I mean I've seen some pretty good ones recently by Jared Malazzi of St. Joseph's you know yep. up at the Central Connecticut State but that was one for the books man yeah so. no absolutely that was uh that was pretty crazy uh my best of the week uh well we kind of I can you know do ours yeah, we, quickly yeah but we tagged up I uh I, you know North Haven Brookfield was a great game mm-hmm. um you want to talk about quick fast games oh. I mean they ran the ball a lot the first half barely took 40 minutes and then there was a 20 minute halftime horrible but um you know it was a great game two really good running teams who really respect each other and uh you know the coaches said it after the game you know Rich over at Brookfield was like I'll play them again like that was that was fun that was a great game so um you know that was that was a good mid-season game to see uh you know nice to uh, go see a game like that you know Brookfield does that awesome entrance the fan groups were really cool and uh, the Chick Fil A cow even kicked a well, he missed. Well, attempted. He twice. missed uh, two yeah. field goals. At the yeah, end. but it was always good going to see like Rook, uh, Brookfield. Their AD Steve's a really good guy. Steve and, Baldwin, uh, a great guy. Yeah, yeah, Steve Baldwin's awesome. So we love shout Brookfield. out to him. And, and the uh, new lights, very they, yeah. they they replaced the lights after the tornado. Yes, and uh, new LED fixtures. It appears, and that place is among the better lit fields. One of the very few fields that I have been to in quite a while with yeah. fully lit end zones. Yeah, that was awesome. Very um, nice. You know, next up, you know, Brookfield re- a residence. Let's get a cell phone tower in there. Yep. So we can uh, we <laughs> can tweet out some happy. videos. I was not I happy. Was Thank God there was only week. three touchdowns in that game. 
Oh yeah. my god! Because if it was like the Newtown game that I went to, uh, it would have been a nightmare. So, um, yeah. so what was your best? Well, of the my week best and I, I think I'll combine my best and worst of the week because we made great light out of a. I don't know. It was kind of a, like, what are you kind of doing situation? Pete and I were on the sideline at Brookfield together, and uh, some fella just he he recognized Pete, so of course he had to give Pete his uh, his his lashings for the the handshake comment. And so I spent most of the rest of the first half just making handshake jokes. And <laughs> at one point, I uh, Pete was coming down the sideline. I said, "Boy, I gotta shake your hand." And then the guy told us that I believe that we were the reason we were the we were promulgating we were something proliferating disrespect in society yes which i laughed at and then a balloon floated away so i told pete we should go shake hands with the balloon before it runs away from us and he was not happy and that made me really happy um shake hands kids please yes let's just do so and my worst of the week is uh i actually don't have a worst of the week it was a pretty good week i had a great service i'd agree except for that cell service but steve steve was uh very gracious with my with my with me not being happy but uh (laughs) i had a great drive up to nfa um you know go to see norwich and norwich academy in newtown that was a great that was a great first trip out there uh first trip out there to nfa for me um <laughs> I've been getting so much, just... I'm gonna get in so much trouble for this. Um so but yeah, so that's our best and worst of the week. Not as organized as it was last year, but the Can I just add through. a best? Yes. And I know some guy on, on our new comedy system at Game Times, he took me to task on it. Basically said it was a love affair with the surf club. And you know what I'm gonna say? Bounce. Damn right. <laughs> you ever go to if you have not been to the surf club, you must go to the surf club to watch a football game. Especially one that, you know, hand comes out fired up to play. Full disclosure, uh, Sean is on the local tourism board of Madison, yeah. Connecticut. <laughs> and then he said, like, it's not objective journalism because I love the circle. So Nothing about what we do is objective <laughs> journalism, at least what I do. Right. Although proudly in my Twitter bio, oh, I am I an said, unbiased like, journalist. Listen, <laughs> I love, I love uh, good football atmospheres. I mean, and, you know, a, a, another of the comments going around um, this week's games were like the decline of football. You know, well, that's that, nothing new. Right. Well, I mean, there was like, what happened to all these, like, you know, top tier name teams? Like, you know, you look at West Haven's kind of really down. What happened in Nebraska? Yeah. Things happen. I know. Well, and they were going on about that. And uh, <laughs> so uh, I'm just looking at these these tweets Pete is sending out. Um, but uh, listen, we should celebrate. We could, you know, I can celebrate football. Yeah. Let's. You know, yeah, and we have the it, confetti to prove it. Yeah, they, yeah, woo! <laughs> there was actually uh, a little confetti thing that we could have twisted, uh, and it would have exploded uh, everywhere. But I thought that would have been. But bad. you know, I, everyone's going in on uh, hand, and and I'm just like, guy, lighten up, man! You shouldn't have cheaped out on the noisemakers. They should have yeah, actually I gotten thought, noisemakers. Uh, These are just the rollers. Yeah. If they had done that, we're, we're back on this. Uh, yeah. Oh well. All right, so let's. Um, yeah. All right. After all that, we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> I'm going to try and clean up the table. And uh, we will be right back after this. Don't miss a pass, pitch, or putt this season and sign up for the Whistle newsletter to get the latest news and stories sent straight to your inbox from Game Time CT. And now we're back with the uh, Game Time CT poll. Uh, came out earlier Monday. And, uh, you know, Sean, take us through it. I, there was a lot of teams on buys, but, uh, you know, so not a lot of movement uh, per se no. this week in the poll. Nope, uh, not a whole lot. Um, let's just run it down here. Number 10 is Bloomfield, which was idle last week. They are playing at Avon 0-5. You know, a lot of people voting for Bloomfield. I was a little disappointed that North Haven didn't get in there. They were only 10 points away. 
Um, you know, SEC, I don't care what it is. You know, football has declined and all that stuff. But North Haven uh, is a 5-0 and SEC Tier 1 team, and they are getting no love, which yeah. you never see. Yeah, and Bloomfield, like, they just haven't played anybody yet. It's no, not saying they're, that they're, they're not good. They're, they're saying that they're not bad, but they have not played anybody. Their opponents are a combined 8-17. and 17. Yeah, they have and not played playing, anybody. They're going to be worse than that because Avon is 0-5. Yeah, so, like, North Haven is a Tier 1 team in the SEC. Division 1. Yeah. They play in the meat grinder every single week. And well, the fact that they're not getting the love and the respect. And they went out and they beat a really good Brookfield team this week. They Not only did they beat them on the ground with the run game, but they held them off the scoreboard too. You know, Nick Henderson scored the first touchdown of the game, and that was it. Yeah. This is a this is a this is a premier team in a premier league playing in probably one of the toughest schedules in the state. And they're mm-hmm. not well. getting any love compared to a, a class S school that has played nobody in a conference that their schedules are really not that tough. I said in a comment and in the poll uh, and you know in the audibles portion of our week I said Bloomfield because they're out on Twitter putting out, like, this guy did this and this guy no. did that. And they're constantly with the rankings and the max prep stuff and yada, yada, yada. And I said, Bloomfield, stats don't matter. Just, you know, you got to play to get a but You play if you, to win the game. If you put, yeah, exactly. If you put, if you're doing this up against teams that are, you know, not great, let's not try celebrating yet. But you can only play who's in front of you. Yes. That is true. That is well. true. And we but, talked last week about New Canaan not being in, and who's to say they're good because they've lost to the only two good teams they played. That right? is true. So. I'm just going to say this. If North Haven beat Shelton on Friday. Yeah, seriously. I mean, folks. like, let's, you know, well, let's well, reward them eventually. I would think well, Shelton we, would Well, we would out. think, obviously, if they would have beaten Brookfield, they should have jumped in. We'd think that, obviously, someone wasn't not voting for St. Joe's. Yeah, well, but. you know, there's a whole other list of issues. But, sorry, Sean. Can, uh, can, <laughs> All right, can, no, can, that's, yeah. that, that's fine. So, North Haven doesn't get in. Bloomfield maintains, which is fine because they didn't play and why we would we drop. I just wanted it on the record that I fully disagree with that. Okay, okay. that's fine. Fair enough. I actually didn't put Bloomfield in the results. <laughs> yeah, you messed out. me up. I had to vote twice. Right, so I, maybe I was trying to. Stop. I, they, the voters. Journalist. Yes, the voters have spoken. Okay, at number nine is <laughs> Idle Naugatuck. It's like Jeff Probst over here. <laughs> the tribe has spoken. Uh, Naugatuck, Naugatuck. Uh, they come in at number nine again, 5-0. and oh. They had a bye week. They're going to play Kennedy, which is 3-2. and two, But, but uh, they haven't played anybody. Right. They've only allowed 19 points all year. They're going to be looking for their fourth shutout. So there's Naugatuck. Uh, Southern comes in at number eight. Last week they were number seven. They didn't play. I think everyone was just a little more impressed with Newtown's dismantling, as Pete will probably tell you. I was very of, impressed. And Norwich Free Academy. So Southington comes in. They're going to play Connard, which is 2-3 and three this week. The week after East Southington Harford. plays East Hartford. Yep. The rematch. The, the rematch. rematch. That got on the Monday Night Football. The rematching, as Ned would, Ned Griffin would like to bum, say. Bum, bum, bum. So Newtown goes down to NFA. You know, now, back in 2012, in the first round of the playoffs, Newtown got just obliterated by Marcus Outlaw in NFA. That. Uh, and even um, Ben Mason was on the team. I believe it was his junior year. Or no, it was his sophomore year. Um, and they went and, and they got beat up at Bloom Gold. Now, five years later or six years later, they returned the favor. They go down to NFA. And what did they do? Scored... 34 unanswered points. points. Dan Mason, let's just point this out. I mean, everybody knows. Everyone knows about Ben. And, you know, Ben's gone semi-viral recently with his comments about football and just liking to hit people. Yeah. I, I The freaking <laughs> first, the ter- first touchdown of the game for Dan Mason, he was, I think it was a four-yard run. But, I mean, he beat the line. There was nobody. There was one guy in front of him. And if Dan took two steps to the left, he would have cruised into the end zone untouched. He just 
saw the guy, lowered his shoulder, and just ran through this kid. <laughs> and it was just like, you're here. I'm just going to run through you right now. So that was um, that's like uh, that was wild, and then he almost ran through his uh, uh, Tarantino on the on the sideline running <laughs> off. It's like he like tried to like hug him, chest bump him. Dan just like ran right through him, like older brother, like little brother. Yeah, Dan exactly. is like Terry Tate, office linebacker. Oh <laughs> god, those commercials were the best. No, no free advertising. No, Tate. no, you know what it was. Yeah, and I don't even know whose commercials those were. I just remember <laughs> Terry Tate. If if anyone you know has seen, uh, still watches The Simpsons. Oh, The Simpsons way back when they had the the. One of the last good episodes, I think, was when Homer ran the Pop Warner team. <laughs> and they had Nelson. Nelson had Martin, the, the nerdy kid, you know, Nelson the bully. And I took Nelson and used him as a battering ram. He's going all the way down the field. <laughs> and he has, like, one man. He has nobody in front of him, like, 10 yards of the goal line. So some poor kid on the left. And he just runs, like, another 20 yards just to <laughs> knock that kid on his foot. That's exactly what that looked like. Oh, my God. That's hysterical. So I'll uh, – right. yeah, so it's on my Twitter if you want to check it out. But just take us, yeah, the rest of the – yeah, we'll so stop I'm, interrupting you. Number, number, no, that's okay. We need to talk about this stuff. Um, number six is East Hartford. We need to talk about old Simpsons episodes. Yeah, we need, wait, listen, this is everyone at the Surf Club says we love the back and forth. We love when you guys just chat. <laughs> yeah, Brookfield, tell Brookfield jokes. said we, the same thing. We love when you're clearly not prepared for your show and just come here and talk. Yeah, no, they love it. They love it. So, hey, we're going to give the people right on the side of his Give the people what they want. <laughs> I got a star on my face. It looks good. It looks. Good. I look ridiculous, and I'm proud. Oh, well, that's anyway, not just that's today. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> anyway, number six is East Hartford. They play at Enfield, three and two. Enfield's having a great little season. That's three wins in that, in that league. Pretty good. But East Harford's got Raquan Tompkins. I don't know Who if they're is... gonna be able to hang. Raquan Tompkins. Let's just talk about this. He's basically right now a video game character. He's yeah. your boy. He yeah. is playing. He's your boy. He's playing on. He's got uh, a lot of boys. I do. He's basically playing like on rookie boat. Hold on. And like everyone on a, else, he's unbelievable. On a scale from, um, like, I don't know, NFL. I, I don't even know what the bottom of the scale is. To Bo Jackson in he's Tech, Tech Mobile. Mobile. He's okay. I'm gonna say he's. Do you remember um, Michael Vick on the cover of Madden All right. 04? All right, so you're. That's where he is right now. Right. I don't I know if he's say, full-fledged Bo Jackson yet. Maybe the Southern Thing game will get. There. I think. I think the bottom of the scale is Vinny Testaverde, <laughs> <laughs> on in uh, Tecmo Bowl, the original. I think he's about a Christian Okoye. Oh no, that's um, rough. he's he's right now he's playing like Michael oh, Vick. Was, He's playing like Michael Vick in Madden 04 when you basically could not catch Michael Vick. He was a speed 99 and everyone else was like an 85 or lower. Mm, he was the fastest man. He's it's remember that Michael Vick commercial, the Michael Vick experience? Mm, and they did like the roller coaster ride no. in the commercial. It's great. I'll show it to you guys later. Okay. Okay. He's been absolutely unbelievable. I'll make sure I leave before that. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I got to clean up anyway. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, let's move on here. Number 5 is Shelton. They took a little while, but they beat Mask 38-10. And they play, of course, North Haven we, uh, at Vanacore Field this time. They beat them last year. Um, so we'll see what the Gales are all about when they go to a hostile Vanacore Field. A great place. Great field. It was on our list, I think. It, yeah. was, it was Macho's. I picked yeah. it. Right, I can't wait to have a couple hot dogs there. Get them fired up for me, guys. And the fire don't, department. don't have too many because, you know, I got sick last time. Oh, okay. Um, the number I ate like five hot dogs in like twenty minutes. It was very well. Dangerous. That's your own fault. I, well, Sean kept. Bu- I bought them, then Sean bought them. <laughs> I went half time, and we ate more. <laughs> Who's got the next round? You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna. That's what it was. It here's was what I'm doing. Game. I'm buying a pretzel. No. Oh. And I'm gonna start. I've convinced. I've turned. <laughs> shot, shot through the heart, Pete. How yeah. the how the turntables have turned, like the great Michael Scott says. I think it. Oh, <laughs> All right. At number four, St. Joseph, they play Stanford, which is one of four on Saturday, and 
great. They have uh, <laughs> they they have two teams uh, that don't quite score, and they have only allowed twenty eight points all year. Shout I think, out Phoenix I think that, Billings because he was absolutely unbelievable in your game last week. Oh, we're going to jump right to number oh, three. Oh, I thought we were talking about hand. No, we're talking about St. Joseph. Good. But it's oh, okay. St. Joseph is going to play Staples in a few weeks, so we'll be back on there. Uh, we'll be able to be back, talk about them later. Anyway, so. I thought number, we were talking about hand. No, we're talking really about confused. hand right now. Too much confetti. Uh, number three hand came all and fired up uh, for their game against Tier 1 West Haven, though. When you looked at it, West Haven is not the West Haven of last year, nor or it's probably one of the smallest West Haven teams I've seen in quite a while. You know, they, they were fired up going in, but they were no match for the Tigers. They The Tigers had, as Coach Dave Mastriani said, a boulder. They had a boulder on their shoulders. And every kid was just like, look, we need the Tier 2 stuff is over. We uh, we beat a Tier 1 team, and we deserve a lot of respect. We won championship last year, and no one wants to give us respect. And to that, I say... Respect. Who needs respect? Yeah. As I saw the, you know, the fellow you interviewed, their post game with the beautiful mustache. Oh my god, that would be Julian Banerjee. Great. They, I believe, he said they were one hundred times more pumped up than West Haven was. I think it was a hundred or a thousand. I, th- I believe he said a hundred, but I didn't. I he guaranteed be, it though. I could be wrong because that Fu Manchu, that handlebar action is. Just, well, oh my god, that was beautiful. Like you know, in baseball, when they give like a like a war, the wins above replacement. Having a guy on your team with a Fu Manchu is like at least two wins above replacement. I, I strongly agree. He shouldn't even wear a face mask. I honestly, yeah, you're one hundred percent right. He probably shouldn't even wear pants. They were. <laughs> That was a beautiful piece of work there, I have to say. Um, yeah, he, and he, the funniest part about that whole thing was where he goes, he goes, yeah, you know, I have a big game. You know, this is a fire out This is our statement game. And I figured I need to go with a little uh, facial hair action here. <laughs> need to dress up for well, you. Supposedly, supposedly, according to our Instagram account, Trump posted the video and they commented and some kid was like, oh, yeah, you said it was for football, but really it was for the pizza reviews. So I reached out <laughs> oh. and I said, what are these pizza reviews, and we need to see them? And Julian responded and said, I'll get them to you. Oh. So we might be getting some pizza reviews by Julian, Julian. So in the near future that we noted will definitely pe- show Noted pizza connoisseur, That's Julian Vanager, huh? So perhaps if we have a, uh, a favorite local pizzeria of his that would like to have us for the program sometime. Mm. No free ads. I have. I didn't mention anybody yet. <laughs> no free ads. <laughs> oh, this show is a giant free ad. <laughs> yeah. We're just, if you want to sponsor us, feel please feel free. Yeah, reach out. Reach out. Um, Especially you, Party City. The funniest part about that, let me let me finish, was that he goes, yeah, I got that. Yeah, we need to fire whatever you got to do to fire up the, the guys. And I go, did they need firing up? He goes, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was all for naught. <laughs> just the way he immediately went, nah. Nah, nah, nah. nah. We, were, we were, you know, ready. And then the one and two didn't uh, play this week, correct? No, Granich and Darian. We've talked ad nauseum about Granich. Um, I flip-flop. I put hand up at two this week. I put Darian down at three. Ooh. Mm. I left it the same. You know, they don't play. I'm not, you know, penalizing. Them. Yeah, well. I got to say, I, I went with Kyle. I the rules. Kyle, I was, no, 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 Kyle and I had the same top five. Good for you guys. We know it's up. Mazel. But, I mean, look, hand is, let's just quickly talk about them. I mean, they're massive up front. Uh, they're ma- they're uh, Phoenix Billings. We were, once Great again, game. we talked about him last week a little bit. He might come up in the mailbag. Yeah, uh, oh. Phoenix Billings, one of the most under. There's a lot of underrated quarterbacks in the state, and he's one of them. Yeah, him and uh, Grant. What and, he uh, can do, and Gavin I know, and Gavin. I know, Ooh. and I know the uh, Gavin Muir side is going to say, "Well, he can run too." No one runs like Phoenix Billings. 
Uh, he's he can throw, he can run. So he's got the full kind of package there. Like Raekwon Tompkins is kind of like more of a athlete playing quarterback, whereas Phoenix Billy is basically just a mobile quarterback. Mean, he's a great mobile quarterback. He's got all the tools there, and um, their front their front lines are ridiculous. Yeah, and I mean, they, every time I mean West Haven had minus two yards after three quarters, which is unheard that is, of. That's cool. unbelievable. Wow. Um, and they to, had like 400 yards of offense. Just to uh, touch on Dare, on Greenwich a little bit, because I know we're talking about sure. but shout out to the Greenwich football team, because they do listen to the show. Oh, they do. They're uh, big, they, big friends. Yeah, they. Uh, so they so they saw the, they listened to it and heard the Mozzie Be- uh, Mosey Beasy segment before and actually reached out to us before we posted uh, that little clip. So yeah. I thought that was really cool. But guys, you know, for the sake of sake, if you guys are going to listen to it, why don't you guys each listen to it on your own phones? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> At the same time. <laughs> yeah, this is a call. If you guys really want to help us out and keep this thing going, if you want to support this program. Um, Send us do, money in the mail. Right. Well, that, well, Don't do that. In lieu of that, I will, take, I will take that. But in lieu of that, I will take everybody listening on their own separate devices or at least turn them all off if they're going to put it on the bus right yeah. home. Or if you guys to listen do to. listen to it at practice or like send us a video because that would kind of be cool. Yeah. So I, I know that we uh, teams used to tell me that they did that during baseball for the high and tight. Be like, oh, we listen to it at practice, and I'm like, all right, cool. Like, send us a video of you guys listening to it because that's kind of cool. Uh, Greenwich plays at West Hill on Saturday, I believe at two o'clock. So, good luck, West Hill. And then there's number one Darian. They're playing at Ward, which is three and two. Interesting game. We'll see. Yes. Sometimes Ward uh, has a tendency to show up in the. League. I don't think it was too. I think it was like seventeen nothing, or was that Saint Joe? I don't remember now. Oh boy. Anyway, so anyway, Darian. Uh, plays. Another year older. Yeah, that's just. <laughs> it's all down here from here, folks. Um, um, but yeah, so Darian, they got 15 first place votes. Branch stayed 10 points behind. They've got 12, and Hand's got four. So they didn't pick up any first place votes. I'm sorry, Hand. I think what's going to have to happen in order for I know Hand thinks that they're number one, and Julian said it right uh, at the. We're, we're in the middle of this conversation. I think you're a, a distant third at this point, Julian. I hate, I hate to say it. Uh, they're going to need either Darian or Grant to lose. Well, here's both the, of them actually. Here, lose. here comes the scenario. Mm-hmm. Here it is. All right, do it. Darian loses to New Canaan on Thanksgiving. Okay, and then Darian beats Greenwich for a state see, championship. See, ah, uh, uh, I still think Darian would be nah, voted number one just I, because of the way the that is a scenario, now. and I, I think that I don't think there's any other scenario. I still, I still scenario. don't think that gets it done, which is a shame. I think the voters oh. will have a tendency to go with the number one, and then and you know what. But I th- here's the thing. Like, Hand has been in this spot before. That I think this happened with, like, Xavier or a few. Oh, I don't remember. That wasn't Xavier in 12, but it was, like, in 05 or 04 where they said, we are number one. And, and it wasn't a tier one or division one schedule. I think that, or maybe it was a division one. Who knows? But they were in the Ham and Asset division or something, and they weren't going to. It just wasn't a good division at the time. And it's going to come down to your schedule. And, unfortunately, uh, even though they are clearly the best team in the SEC, in my opinion, I think they're better than Shelton. I think they're better than North Haven. They're better than Prep. I think they would beat all those teams. Okay. So, uh, but but again, they're not. That's the problem with this. I want everyone's kind of kills hand about the schedule, and, and you know, right, they, they yeah they made a mistake there by by actually allowing that to happen. But uh, because we want to see this team play great teams, we yeah. want to. That's what we want. That'll Absolutely. keep that'll keep football going here. That that that's what generates excitement. When you're playing teams, and you're going to name your score. We went over this. And granted, they could compete with Darian. They can compete with Greenwich. But you got stars you got a on your star head. on your finger. <laughs> I don't care. Well, what do you expect? You threw confetti no, no, on me. This is funny. Oh, um, man. Anyway, just to wrap that up, you know, listen. It's just it, it's a. We want to see hand play great teams, and unless someone decides to show up and 
and class L, I just just don't see it. The only the only way that they're going to get number one is that they play Darian or Grandson. It's not happening. So unfortunately, guys. Well, listen, there was a sizable contingent last year that voted killingly number one because they were the only undefeated team. Yeah, yeah. And if my true. scenario happens, and I think Hand will be seen as a overall better. Team. I think Hand has a better shot at being a number one based if they finish undefeated than Killingly does. Yes, yes. And that's a little Strongly. unfair if you want to be honest, but. That's the way they go, because well, hand is a traditional program. So now that we are talking kind of about you know the end of the season here, we are at the midway mark. Um, Good transition, teams, like that. Oh, thank you, thank yeah. you. Um, you know, a lot of teams have played five games already. Um, you know, do we kind of want to talk a little bit about what are what are some of the storylines heading into the end of the season? You know, what really to look for uh, the rest of the way. Obviously, we're starting off the second half with a big game, at least for the SEC and Shelton and North Haven. Yeah. Well, let me. Well, I think a big storyline is does again. I just said Hand's the best team in the SEC, so uh, let's see what Shelton's got. Shelton would be. I initially thought, and I got remember I got reamed about this yeah. at the beginning of the season that I said Shelton's the best team in the SEC, and then I got everyone's. I don't know, Sean, and sure enough, here we are, five six weeks later, and I'm on the hand band, bandwagon now as far as that's concerned. Well, I so think- I really again Shelton. That's a big thing. Does Shelton have any chance? Against Darian and Greenwich of the world, and I and I think that is a big storyline. Does is Shelton again? Everyone's in, Shelton came out of the gates real sluggish, and they still yeah. again it took them a few little bit to put Massac away. Like meanwhile, Greenwich is putting up twenty one on yeah. New Canaan, Darian. You know, well, all right, a little sluggish, sluggish against Staples, but they're still Darian. I have a scenario. Um, speaking of how Han gets to number one, mm. North Haven beat Shelton. Obviously, North Haven goes undefeated. Yep. In playing tier one SEC, mm. goes to the Class L finals against Hand and, and Hand blows loses, their doors off. And Hand blows their doors off. Not saying that's going to happen, but well, if that does happen, in a number one SEC tier one team undefeated, and an undefeated other SEC team, and your scenario right. plays out where Darian right. loses to New Canaan in the Greenwich, uh, right? Because then Darian beats Greenwich. Hand will not only have a state championship, but a win over an undefeated SEC tier one, which team. had beaten Shelton. Shelton. Which that is probably the best scenario they can. I agree with that. So hand root root for for that. (laughs) Root for root for that. That is a huge. I'm again. I'm a. I don't know, Shelton. I like. What do you got, Shelton? I like North Haven a lot, just because. And I'm not saying you know, like you said, Greenwich is going out there blowing the doors off of teams, this and this, and you know, it's great when that works and you can do that. But it says a lot about winning the close games when you can't do that. And what I saw from North Haven on Friday was a team that was able to control the clock. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 play drives. They had a 99-yard uh, drive and a 94-yard drive at one point for touchdowns, and they kept Brookfield off the board. If you can do that, you can win in the playoffs. I think Brookfield's pretty good. And I think Brookfield is really good. Nick Henderson, you know, he's unbelievable. He had a great first drive. He scored the touchdown. North Haven ties it. Brookfield is going in, and there was a miss handoff between the quarterback and Nick, and the ball hit the ground. North Haven picked it up, and 12 plays later, North Haven's up 14-7 instead of Brookfield being up four, a 14-7. Yeah, it was a 14-point swing. Now, so. To do that, but I'm saying, like, to play that kind of defense and to run the ball and control the clock, you can beat anyone in the playoffs, no matter if they if they throw the ball 60 times or not. If you hold the ball and you can move the ball, then you're going to win games. Be the ball, Pete. Be they got to be the ball. No, 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 no. So I think I think watching North Haven the rest of the way starting on Friday. Is right. Well, this is the, the, nobody thought that they would be here undefeated. No, no, not after what they lost. They lost a lot. I believe in the system. I had them. I had them. Probably. I don't. We can go. I'm sure Sean can no, look back at the original polls one day. 
when there's giant email system. But I had them around 10 or 11, I think, in my preseason bowl because I really believe in what they do now. Like yeah. They've gotten consistently they are a program. better over the last 10 and years. And, you know, like, it's really interesting to say because we had talked at the beginning of the year about whether who's going to replace Montana. And, like, Nick Dodge has really stepped up. He stepped up on Friday. He stepped up games before. Oh, man, that kid is a ball player. But you but you have so many other guys on that team that have stepped up before. Brockemeyer stepped up. Um, there's just like a handful of guys who have who can just step up at any time, and who, whenever that person's number gets called, North Haven couldn't move really move the ball that well in the first half. They opened up the third quarter, gave the ball to Brockermeyer. He had some big runs, then they went back to Dodge. He breaks the 30 yard run, and it was just kind of different guys doing different things. Yep. And when you have four or five guys, three, two, three, four, five guys who can contribute at any given moment, that's hard to stop. Yeah, they're good. And like you said, the system. you got to believe in the system. They have as good a shot to be the second-best team in L. Well, I think they're they the are. Maybe, they're the number they one seed right well, now. Right. Not to, that, to, you know, in right. the points. But well, to me, they're the solid behind hand. It's North Haven, and then it's kind of everybody else because you had Maloney losing last right. week. Ugh, uh, you know, is Windsor still in L, right? Like uh, Windsor, yeah, Windsor's 4-1. Win- right, which lost know, Maloney. Right, yes. in, the, in the opening week. Platt's still 4-1. So you've got that CCC bunch that I don't think anybody's really thrilled with. Middletown, are they in L school too? Uh, uh, middle, mean, yes. Yeah, Middletown's 5-0. and so Naugatuck's 5-0. So we're waiting, we're waiting on Middletown. Berlin. We want to see what Middletown is. I think we're right. still waiting on L. Other than North Haven in hand, I think we're still waiting on L. And it's not a knock yeah. against Middletown, but they do play Platt. And Windsor to end the year. And Clyde Windsor both have four wins. And Middletown has a and sorry Sal, but this is truth has a they're like they have a tendency to flame out in the playoffs. Yeah, they beat Windsor that one year and then last came year. right back. Was it last, last year? Last year and then they lost. And they beat they, them on the day then, before well, Thanksgiving and they lost to New Canaan. And then no 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 no. There was a year where they lost. They I think they they played Windsor close. It was like fourteen to seven or whatever it was seventeen seven. And then they. Got Windsor again the next round, and you think that they have a shot? Yeah, they had no shot. Yeah, yeah. Windsor blew their doors off. So, and then last year, I mean, New Can- that was their year to beat New Canaan. The New Canaan was ripe for the plucking, and they could not pull and it Masic, off. Massic did it the next round. I, I mean, think- they haven't had. I mean, the, the only, last time I won a playoff game was when Dario Highsmith was there. Mm, so, was, I, and, and I know Sal knows that, and you know, and the, they got to get over that hump. They got to get over that playoff yeah. hump if we got to take them seriously. Yeah, and then there's like you said that 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 CCC bunch there at the bottom. Right, Windsor, no, no, I mean, and Maloney have all played or all going to and, play or have played. And Windsor already. doesn't look like it's. I mean, again, they lost. Yeah, they needed overtime to beat Platt. They, they, I think if we they might, go to the Surf Club again. It's going to be a. I honestly think we're going we're going to see a three loss team. We might even see two three loss teams yeah. if you look at who's remaining. That doesn't in help L, hand either. No, if you look at who's remaining in L, you got. You know, Windsor is four and one. They uh, they play Middletown at the end of the year, right? Yeah. You got Platt. They play Maloney and Middletown. You got Maloney. They play Platt, and then you got Notre Dame Westhaven is sitting there at ten, and they play this ridiculously hard schedule. So there's a couple of losses They're there, kind of, probably. How about that? Yeah. How about Notre shout Dame. Out, shout out to Joe. Notre uh, Dame. Joe, yeah. Yeah, Joe DiCaprio. Um, <laughs> I, I think Joe. This. I think Joe's gonna be fine with with me saying this, is uh, but um, at the beginning he was just like, I, I don't know. I don't I mean, know. You look I, at their I, schedule. I, we're going to struggle. You look at their schedule. They can finish seven and three. Like yeah. uh, that's absolutely insane to look at that. But then you have Wilton, who plays such a hard schedule, sitting there at three and two, and Fitch. If they could figure themselves out in the ECC, they might have two losses. And then New London's got two, and Pomperox got two. And you're looking at it, and all of a sudden, it's like there's there might be two or there might be one or two three loss teams making the playoffs and out. Literally none of the teams that you mentioned after <laughs> North Haven and Hand. Oh, really? Are have, like yeah, yeah, okay, they can win. Like, but, no, no, but I'm saying just get in the playoffs. No, I agree. My, and, this, and like Sean said, this is, that's not going to help hand. 
my uh my thing to watch in the second half is sort of you can look all around is what are the teams who maybe we're not used to contending for a state championship. Like, how? what are they going to do here? You know, talking Class L, you've got Naugatuck. Um, you know, you can talk about some of those CCC schools like Maloney we're not really used to. you got Ram is 5-0. Yeah, you got Ram is still 5-0. and This is the um, best season <clears throat> in their history already. That's pretty good. Showtown, showdown time. Um, you know, so you talk about a couple of those teams in L. You look down into Class S, you know, is this the time everyone wants to talk about? Is this the time, you know, that, that – either Ian Sonia or Bloomfield goes down. Maybe you got to look at one of those Pequot teams. Like you guys have talked so much about, you know, Cromwell Portland this year. Maybe is this the year that, that they finally, you know, break through they have again. A it's, Stafford. Been a long, it's, it's been a long time. Well, 2008 was the last time that Cromwell won a state yeah, team. They have seven undefeated teams, uh, eight undefeated teams. Sorry, Valley. Right. You got or Valley down there. You got Stafford. Yeah. So maybe this is the year the Pequot finally like has a, as a, I don't want to say a dominant run, but like makes a g- you know, a strong yeah. overall showing in class S. This is like the year is set up where, all right, guys, you know, Ansonia's rebuilding sort of for Ansonia and, and get them now. Now, all of a sudden, everybody's not so hot on Bloomfield. Everyone's like, oh, you right. know, we're waiting for them to fall down. I mean, they, Bloomfield could end up being one of the best teams, you know, in, in that or could be the best team in that division. But so far, their schedule has been just abysmal. That's all we're saying. It's going to be tough to get into the class S playoffs. If you have yeah. more than one loss, you're yeah. going to be shaky. Yep. Yeah. Because you got Ansonia that probably will finish with one loss tops. Woodland will one or two top. Like if they yeah. th- that game against Seymour on Thanksgiving Eve, you know, could be which almost all the time it yeah. seems to be is one of the two teams is going to the playoffs. And then either O'Brien Tech or Bullard Haven right. is going to finish so you're with gonna, one. Right. So you're going to play that. It, you got the Pequot teams who are they usually you know you've always got that Cromwell Valley game which is always you know that's always fun when they get together they're playing on what the 26. So Stafford doesn't see Valley or Cromwell Portland. Yeah. Year. They. Uh, Stafford, but they're in the Uncas. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They. They Did luck out, so I mean, they, after they they play Rockville this week, which I mean, should be a good one. Yeah, that's really their biggest hurdle left. That's you it. Know, yeah. You never like to discount, and Sean and I have said this every year since I got involved. Thanksgiving is weird. Uh, weird things happen. <sighs> the eight law, eight win teams lose to oh three win teams, and it's yeah. crazy. So it's always really hard to. to that count is why on we should happens. never. And you've said this a million times. That is why we should never get rid of. I'd rather have no playoffs than yeah. no Thanksgiving. Yes, I'm kind of with you on that now. I, I, I'm I mean. Sorry. They, maybe they don't want to play all these football games anyway because of safety. So right. might as well just end it right there. I don't care. We pretty much or go back to the one. You know, get in two teams from each class. That's it. Our podcast will sele- we'll have a uh, we'll no name fo- podcast bowls. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll select the two best teams from each class, and they will play here in our parking lot, and we'll get wins. Can I be auto cue? No, oh, okay. this is a real game. Oh, okay. Oh, anyway, that's my storyline: <laughs> is how the sort of the guys who often are on the outside looking in, or always on that next level. So we talked about S. You talk about Naugatuck and some of the CCC right. teams in L. I'm sure, there's a few in M that I don't have off the top of my head. Yeah, well, so I don't think the door. Remember open the in so, speaking of M. Well, well, but before we go into that, remember like Ansonia graduated Alex Thomas, and, and that next, was 2008. Was a year in Cromwell beat him. Cromwell beat. That was the time to get him. Right. Uh, this year, you know, they graduated uh, Markel Dobbs, and now and then. So actually, after Arkel Newsom graduated, Valley Regional beat him. Right. I mean, it was a close game, and you know, maybe they got screwed by a last second play there. But uh, hey, Valley Regional beat him. Great Valley Regional team. <laughs> that was a great game. That was. I still. I that that play. Uh, I don't want to talk about it. That was bad. And then just to touch on M the rest of the way. Obviously, it's St. Joe's is to lose still, but East Haven's five and zero. Oh uh, Berlin is also 5-0. They're playing Ram, who's 5-0, and then they get New Britain at the end of the year, and they got Bloomfield. 
So Can it's going to be I'm an interesting road for, for Berlin, but I think I think Berlin's going to be fine. Can Brantford's four and zero. Can we petition St. Joe to go to L, please? Otherwise, that the, the would be a one, really fun class. That would be a great class, and then L would be significantly – then hand, hand St. Joseph. I just don't understand how this multiplier rule only knocks St. Joe's up by one class. Saint, I, here's my – I've always said this about the, the, the private schools in CIAC. They if – you're, if you're a private school in CIAC, then you're either double L or L. You're never anything lower, ever, ever. I don't care how many kids – you could have two kids in the school. You sound, like, you sound like squints. Forever. Forever. On that note, we are going to take. Oh, I just want to. No, no, we're not going to go there just yet. Hold on. So, other than that, thank God we don't have real ads. No, we don't have real ads. (laughs) So I can, I can talk as long as I want. I can jump in here. Um, look, uh, Saint Joseph, uh, is going to wipe that the floor of that class i do love east haven in fact i saw east haven and i saw west haven script, uh play a schedule a schedule sorry a uh practice the joint practice uh, east haven probably could beat west haven that's they're just that's probably the best story of the year i think can east haven get to to the playoffs yes and i think yes the answer is yes i think the answer is easily yes and finally well, that christmas song about east haven will be fappy <laughs> I think that <laughs> they the greatest song I think, ever. <laughs> I think they probably go into the playoffs with one loss when they play Sheen the week before Thanksgiving. That East Haven Brantford Thanksgiving Day game is going to be a barn burner. Um, Always yeah. is. And then they get Brantford on Thanksgiving. So I think it will be um, <laughs> Pete just you. got handed a Santa Claus. I got no. a gift. Pete Viz back in the house. Thank you. Happy Thanks, birthday, Pete. John. Oh, thank you. I got a Christmas present <laughs> oh, for my birthday. Looks better. I gave I gave Scott a rock during this baseball. Is, this season. is my favorite table we've ever had. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Ray Curran. Ray Curran is um, Ray Curran not a fan of the hands. Rolling in his grave <laughs> just, right now. Just like yeah. Ray came out of the grave to say Pete <laughs> to wag his finger at Pete. Everyone was wagging their finger. <laughs> Everyone was piling on Pete. This get day. to yeah. this commercial break. All right, All right we're gonna we're gonna go take a quick break and we'll be back with a couple questions from the mailbag and then the meat grinder. Every Tuesday afternoon, make sure to join Game Time CT soccer writers Scott Erickson and Joe Morelli on the Just for Kicks podcast. From top teams and players across the state, nobody knows soccer better than these two. Thank you again to everyone who uh, sent in questions. Um, some of them were not questions and more statements. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but the ones- on a scale of one to ten, statements as far as like where. <laughs> Positive or negative? Oh, negative, negative. Oh, negative, really? Negative, yeah. Like, give us, give us just the. Yeah, I want to hear that. I don't care about questions. <laughs> What's our feedback? And like? I want names. Addresses. Are we getting? Well, are we, we getting four stars on Yelp? Or? We, oh God, we're probably getting zero stars, and it's all my fault because I'm a detriment to society. Oh, that Pete, is true. All right, stop here we it, go. Pete, stop being a detriment to society, please. <laughs> all right, shake my hand, Pete. First, no, first mailbag wow. question. Let's look at that. Let's fight after the show. Is, no, let's not. <laughs> first mailbag. First mailbag question. We're not gonna fight. First mailbag question. Hold on. First mailbag question. What are some of the quarterback matchups that you guys kind of want to see in the playoffs? Because we talked about how great the quarterback play has been uh, this season throughout the state. Um, So, who are some quarterback matchups that you guys want to see? Uh, well, I think the obvious one to start off is I want it. Well, number one, I want to see Darian versus Granite. So you want to see? I want to see Cooper Hancock. You know, Cooper did not have a great game against Staples going into the bye week, um, and I'm sure 
uh, he knows it, and I'm sure that no, nor the uh, Darian staff knows it. I think they're going to correct those mistakes. I think that they chose him for a reason, so I think I expect him to come out flying in this season's second half. And then, obviously, we talked about Gavin Muir last week, who's you know going to make a, his case for uh, All-State first team this year. So uh, that's obviously a huge one I want to see. Um, you know, there'll be Gavin. Hopefully, they play in the state final. If not, then still, I'd love to see that game. My my problem with this question is quarterbacks don't match up. Right. No, I know, but that's kind of like yeah, that's it's the showdown. That's, that's the it sensational everything. nonsense. Win, win loss record always goes to quarterbacks in no other position. Right. Yeah, it is the is. A, I mean, I'm jumping down to class S. Uh, Cursetter Bryce at at Cromwell Portland mm. against uh, Bryden at Bloomfield. I think mm. would be really interesting. Two teams that throw the ball a lot. Uh, they've racked up some pretty good stats this year. Like you said, obviously stats do not matter, but I think if Bloomfield and Cromwell Portland met in Class S, I think that would be a high-flying affair. How about either of those guys against uh, Colton Engel, Stafford, somebody just wins boy at Stafford, yeah. How are you forgetting your boy in Class L to meet, match Tompkins? him up against Greenwich? Or uh... Quan Tompkins, as, yeah, he can – I actually would like to see him and him and Jake the Snake. Go Jake the it. Snake. Him and Jake the Snake, because Raquan is running around people, and Jake kind of runs through Great. people. Um, <laughs> yes. So I think that that would be, you know, kind of a little different. But I mean, two quarterbacks who would just go at it, um, they would be uh, that would be pretty interesting. And even saying in in, in double L, uh, JP at prep, I think he kind of flies under the radar a little bit. I think when they they oh need JP Irapoli yeah, he he can throw the ball. Um, him, him against Jacob Drena at Southington. You want to talk Ooh. about good receivers, too. At Southington, they say they have the best wide receiver group in the state. Is Fairfield Prep getting in the state playoffs? They're 7-1. They're 7-1. Uh, uh, they're, they're number 7 right now. They're 4-1. and one. Yes. They yeah. got North Haven, their they got yes, North Haven yes, West yes. Haven the rest of the way. They're, they might be 8-2. If Yeah. I think they're 8-2 at least. Yeah. I think they can definitely beat North Haven. Don't overlook West Haven on Thanksgiving. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I think I might just do that. I'm going to overlook West Haven. What? That's it. I know. Sorry. Well, they're not actually playing on West Thanksgiving. West Haven, listen. They're I just playing the day before Thanksgiving, and there are people who are not happy. Oh, my God. That. Beginning with Mike Quick is not happy. Yes, that's well, what basically I was going off listen, of Mike Quick. There's, there's, whenever that comes up, like Woodland's athletic director tried to move the Woodland Seymour game to Thanksgiving morning a couple of years ago, and he was just about tarred and feathered. So um, Why? Uh, because people don't like change. And honestly, I do that's like not a new. That's not an old rivalry, though. And it's, it's not, not like Noggy and Sony or anything. Oh, you're saying why would he want to change it? Why wouldn't he want to change? Oh, because why wouldn't anybody? Woodland want to Seymour change it? is the kickoff of Valley. Okay, New <laughs> that's right. Uh, that's right. Valley. New Year's. <laughs> so you know what? I I change my show. <laughs> Should we do a show from the Valley? I the know. Show be, listen, I don't mean to make light of this, but a couple years ago on Valley New Year, someone got thrown off a bridge. So yeah, like, yes, I actually remember it's real. Like when Steve Coughlin went on the when Scott Van Pelt still had a radio show. And he was talking about Valley New Year, and people were wielding ball-peen hammers. Yeah. Like, it's not completely incorrect. Like, no. it's a lot of fun. That obviously was terrible, but it's it's people get nuts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he actually talked about that with Scott last, last year. If I Did recall. he? Oh, I love that. He actually on his TV show. Valley New Year for the win. Um, <laughs> all right. And then the last uh, mailbag question, we're only going to go with two. I have one, too. Right uh, this that. week. Uh, after. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, we, you know, we've talked about him a lot, rightfully so. But a lot of people don't know. Phoenix Billings is actually committed to play baseball at UConn. Now, yep. first of all, I'm just going to throw it out there. Someone covered baseball a lot last year. He's really good at baseball, too. And, uh, you know, he was on the hand team that went to the SEC finals and made uh, a little bit of a run there in the L playoffs. They were even number one at one point last year in the poll. Um any shot he reconsider again, he's only a junior. Oh yeah. And things change. 
But is there any shot? Yeah, there's a shot. Of course, there's a shot. I think though. I mean, if you commit that early, and that makes a real statement. Yeah. That, I mean, that if you committed to football, and I would say it would probably be a better chance of him going to baseball. Yeah. Because then you're like, I don't know about football. Yeah. Because football's a big, you know, that's yeah. there's a lot of things around. Sorry, baseball. It's kind of pretty, pretty simple. Yeah, baseball. I think I think baseball is the way to go in terms of just preserving yourself and honestly, there's playing more money at the next level. And you know what? I, I don't know what his looks are in terms of football, but UConn. You know, I mean, if you just read any Connecticut person's Twitter by, uh, Twitter timeline during the playoffs, oh, George Springer, guess where he went to? You know, mm-hmm. college. Oh, look, Matt Barnes is playing. Guess where he went? You know, and it's rightfully so. I mean, UConn is an you know an excellent baseball program. It's a you could argue it's a premier. I mean, they play in the AAC. Yeah, yeah. That's a no. It know, certainly is. No, but the AAC's but, best sport is baseball, right? So certainly ain't football. <laughs> certainly ain't basketball. No. Um, Ouch. But as a Syracuse go, fan, I fully endorse to that. Go <laughs> to go <laughs> to Syracuse grad, I to go to go and play baseball at UConn for um, what the heck's his name? The coach, Penders. Jim Penders. Penders. Jim Penders. Good dude. I think unless you know a, a top. Power five F C right. S school comes knocking, FBS school comes knocking. You know, yeah, but you go, you so, go like, play at UConn. Then I mean, like what are the chances you even start at that school? Yeah. Can to me it's baseball can, all the way. Yeah. I just want to interject here. Has anyone read the uh, Aaron Hernandez spotlight series in the Globe? That I read the first part yesterday. I and heard I told about you about it. About it. Have you read this thing? It is did just really uh, just they were talking about his days at Florida and how Urban Meyer Really, really, really pushed for him. Uh, even Steve Adazio, who, you know, Cheshire coach, Connecticut guy, you know, we, we love him. He's up at BC. Really pushed for him to graduate early from Bristol Central. And the principal said he was just kind of like stars in his eyes. You know, he's got Urban Meyer sitting in his office. Urban says he, he doesn't recall it, but. Urban uh, Meyer said a lot of things. Right, right. There's Urban a lot Meyer of, forgets. Urban a Meyer's lot. credibility at this point is really kind of shot. But um, anyway, the, the point being is just. The, the other and then he was in a bar fight and there was a kid the guy who was shot yeah um it, they don't they didn't pin it on you know Hernandez um but just and then just the the, the utter cesspool that college football is in, in the underbelly it's mm. just oh, it's, a, it's, they, they, it's the they were bringing the they were dropping charges it was just so I don't know how much like anybody would want to even I mean I, I know play baseball. There's lots of millions of dollars to be made, but there it is. Hey, look at what Jeff Samar Big did. time college football. I don't even think you know. Just by reading this, I'm like the first thing I thought was like, why would UConn even want to do deal with this? And we just go back to the Yankee Conference, play well, Yale, I don't play think the li- Yankee Conference. Exists well, anymore. you know what I'm saying. You know, let's go back to those days because it is a. You'll be if you're a good football player, the NFL will find you. Yeah, and uh, you know that's why good the luck, Northeast. Good luck to whatever he decides to do. The Northeast to do. is completely like going on. Um, I can't. Conference. I can't wait to watch Phoenix play baseball. All this right, you're moving this along. Huh? Impromptu uh, mailbag yes. question. Yes, uh, this one <laughs> submitted by Kyle Brennan is a uh, first someone, time, long time. Yes, first time, long time. Um, is a person who jumps on and becomes a supporter of hand. Is that known as the hand wagon? <laughs> I, I guess it can be now. <clears throat> All right. Let's uh, jump on the handwagon. <laughs> I like that. No, I like that. By the way, I hope that catches on much like Alapalooza did this week. Oh, I thought Alapalooza. that was so funny. Happy Alapalooza, everyone. Happy SEC Alapalooza. came through for Al, Big yeah, Al and did. Alapalooza. They did. Al, the, Orla, and, Al Bundy. And the, Al Carbone. The ECC. That was, and if you haven't seen Kyle's Photoshop, I highly recommend yeah. it. Yeah. The ECC, though, by the way. Um, Eeps. 
Yes, yikes. I think it's yikes. I don't I think, think we'll I see. think we're at the moment where yikes. I think an ECC will get a team, a couple teams will get in the playoff just by default. Yeah. And they will be quickly shown the door. Yes. Unless they get a, so. unless they get like a, you know, like a, a good matchup. matchup. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Now, um, here's our final uh, segment of the show. And it's a personal favorite of the Brookfield assistant coaches. They Here were we telling me the other night. And they were said to say nice things about them. So, thanks for listening, Brookfield assistant coaches. Kyle. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Would you get a bone in there? All right. Well, this that weekend is... I pulled a lot of pork and chicken for yeah. the cornhole tournament. Oh, it was so delicious. Sean and I. Came in the last dead place. last dead, dead last, last. Dead. it wasn't even close. We had a year. minus seventy nine point differential in the in the round <laughs> in the robin, round. and then we games. lost, and then we lost twenty one to four and twenty one to two. Listen, in the playoffs. that girl who and that last team that win this team that beat <laughs> that we us, beat them last year. She was she was she, <laughs> she was, was Steph so, Curry. She, she I don't know what happened. She was so happy. Oh, they they were good. The and husband was so happy. Oh yeah, the but husband listen. was so happy. But we beat them last year, but. We are yeah. officially that is a rivalry the now. only yes it is a rivalry. We are the only team in the Beacon Hose Cornhole Tournament history to have more wins in the playoffs than we do in <laughs> regular season. That's true. That you won your series last year. Your play-in series, unbelievable. Anyway, and then we were quickly shown the door, oh, as Sean likes to say. Yeah. But this is actually a, everyone's everyone's back this week. We have yeah. a full slate Welcome of games. Welcome back, everybody. Um, and there are some really good games starting right off the bat on Thursday night with Granby at SMSA Universe and Classical, uh, two Pequot teams. Uh, Sean saw Granby a couple of weeks ago. I think SMA, Granby's pretty good. SMA has some talented players. Um, SMSA, so think, right? SMSA, yeah, but they're, SMA. you know, they are sinking. Yeah. Well, I think they're sunk. Down, down. You know, baby. we thought they were going to be. They went to the playoffs last year. They were in, they went at seven and three. Okay, they had they beat Coventry, which had beat them in uh, the regular season. You know, Devin Hill and um, the uh, Nassim Harrison, right? The, the receiver. Yep. I don't know what's going on up there. I guess they just don't have it this year. Uh, I was I see Granby kind of winning that one. Uh, Granby, I, I was talking to uh, Coach Shortle, Eric Shortle, after they lost to Stafford. I, I he said, look, I think we just clean up some mistakes. I think we're going to be okay. I think they're going to be okay in uh, Class S, I believe, right? Yeah, Granby. Yes. Three and two, fifteen, and they three two losses in an S. Can't tough. afford another one, right? So they're gonna need to win out, and I think they can. Crack Sheehan, uh, Sheehan. Sorry, uh, where are we? Um, the SMSA Rockville. That's gonna be the tough one. That's gonna be their Rockville. playoff game. That's Gilbert. another team I should have mentioned in that. Like this is a here they are. They haven't been in the playoffs in like oh my God, ever since uh, the Harding administration. No, uh, who who? Uh, what's his name? Uh, the 49ers linebacker went to Rockville. Shoot. <sighs> Jack Lambert. Bill Bill Romanowski. Bill Romanowski. Thank you. Jeez. Uh, I think more of our younger listeners remember him from his uh, two Super Bowls. With I was going to say from right. crazy stuff. Well, I remember stuff. him when he picked off, a, you know, his rookie season picked off Boomer Esiason in the Super Bowl 23. Uh, anyway. You know, Boomer was actually a uh, fun little fact about Boomer Esiason on Long Island. He was named the high school baseball player of the year. Not the football player of the year. Yes. And then in another year. It's like Steve Young not being all state. And then another yeah. year, Craig Biggio, who is from Kings Park on Long Island, won football player of the year and not baseball player of the year. Wow. That's great, Pete. Let's, Way to uh, go, Long Island. Dee- all right. Dee- 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 is uh, our uh, Long Island podcast? So we talked, about, we talked about North Haven and Shelton, Shelton a lot. Um, that's another good one. Ram Berlin should be a good one in the CCC. Is Pete, tell us about that one real quick. Um, look, Rams, Cal Redmond is You've seen a, them both. Cal, yes. Cal Redmond is a baller. He is a straight-up baller. He could play. The problem is that he's only one person. Wow. They, 
they got some other guys involved they during do. that uh, during that comeback against Plainville. But, but it, it but, starts with him, and if Berlin and Berlin's defense is really, really good, yeah. and if Zach, they, Zach, our boy, Herbie. the Joker. Yep. Um, if they that's have, him. He's the Joker now. Yeah, he's the Joker now. That's it, Zach. You're now the Joker. Can so. we take a time for our listenership to actually identify the three towns served by Ram High School? Oh, Ooh. I can do it. Go for it. Go ahead. Um, don't look it up. No, nope. I don't know it. I played golf up there. Oh, uh, Andover, uh, Hebron, and what's the one with the R? Shoot. I played golf up nope. in Hebron. Yeah, it is. It's Andover, Hebron, and what's the R one? Oh, that no. Be M. 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 Oh, because it's region, duh. Um, so it's Hebron, Andover. Oh, Mar Marlboro. There you go. Boom. Regional. Happy birthday. Woo. Yeah, I broke my transmission happy, once in yeah. Marlboro. It's regional. Yeah. Andover, Hebron. Regional ham. I but they're really nice golf course in in okay. Hebron. Thanks. Um, I think that I, yeah. Listen, that was not good going down. What twenty four to Plainville. PD yeah. putts. Whereas Plainville was <laughs> not on, terribly. was not was swept off the field by what else uh, is going on this week? Um, so that's a tough game for them. Yeah, I like Norwalk Staples in the FCAC. I think that's a pretty good game. Very Norwalk coming over game. a win against Trumbull. Uh, Staples is four and one coming off a loss to St. Joe. As no, I, they maybe? love down there in, in FCAC. They love the they love to talk about trap games all the time. Like I don't like trap to talk game. about trap it's games. a trap. It's a trap. That's my Admiral Akbar impression. Um, so I think that one's a, a pretty interesting right. Not that's and then in the that's Pequot, a, but our, my point was on that yep. was that Staples played Darian Toff, but now they got to play Norwalk, which lost Ludlow and, and then beat Trumbull and then beat Trump. So the, the middle yeah, of the FCAC, there's some three jockeying two, going four on. Four and one. It's going to be interesting to see. Uh, then over in the Pequot, Rockville versus Stafford Co-op. We mentioned it's, that. Yeah, that your boy. Be a that's really um, good one. Rock, that, that, that would be. Uh, Eric Knickerbocker, who the former Brian. Ellington assistant, as was Brian Mazzoni. Yep, we love Brian. Brian is a huge. So that's fan. a big match. We've got some guys. actual friends of the program now. We, we really do. do. We really do. Um, we also have some enemies of the program. We, we do. <laughs> My kind of program. <laughs> um, I think Amity Notre Dame West Haven just stands out to me because we've spoken huge about game. Amity, but Amity is four and one. Yeah. And if I, I wrote it down in the games to watch this week, that'll be up on Game Time soon. But I think it's the first time Amity's won more than three games in the season since like two thousand and. 11 yeah and then in 2008 no. they won seven games it's all because of coach jay john yeah. johnson <laughs> don't let hear craig hear you say that oh my <laughs> but God. like i just i think that's absolutely amazing craig he's kidding i swear to god he's kidding he may I, say he's well <laughs> i think that that is amazing that we're sitting here and we're talking about an amity team that might win six or seven games. and that is a game that they could cool. win Erasing the cool. ghost of Sean Bowley's past. I think, well, that freshman team that's only scored one <laughs> touchdown. Um, Come through for me, boys. And then on they Saturday, saw the Notre Dame, oh. Notre Dame took away Tark Salas, so let's go get him, guys. Let's repay him for that. <laughs> and then on Saturday, Ridgefield's playing Wilton. Um, that's always a fun one for That's a great uh, – well, Wilton has not won that. Again, we go this – when was the last time they won? Couldn't tell you. It's been like 20-something years. I'm going to have to find that out before I go. We will definitely have to do that. I think it's like 22 year or something like that. Yeah. And then um, I think Saturday night, you know, prep Xavier. It's a 7 o'clock game Saturday night. It's the only one. Two Catholic schools going at it always is a fun time. Yep. And I um, always. But I think that this was a good episode. I think I we, think this was a tremendous episode. I think episode. this is one of the best episodes. Um, we're feeling and, our uh, way here. Yeah. So we'll be back at it next week. I think <laughs> next Kyle week piles we're going confetti to into a 
<laughs> next week we're going to um, – I think we're going to start doing some conference-by-conference conference breakdowns as we head towards Thanksgiving. Yeah, we're I may not be bring, here next week. Guys. We're going to try and bring oh. in some guests, whether they're you're coaches. Breaking some, you're breaking some guys' hearts. Whether I know. we got some coaches coming in or, or reporters around the state to come in and talk conferences, so we'll be able to bring that to you as we uh, make our way towards Thanksgiving and the playoffs. We swear we will be doing this instead of just like saying we're going to do it yeah, and not we're doing gonna it. Do, that's why I'm saying it on the show. Next, so Next week for, might be the uh, least funny show we've ever for had. For Kyle, Sean, and Pete, I will see you next week. Happy birthday Goodbye. <laughs> oh, I got to load up my confetti gun again. Happy birthday, dear Sean. Happy birthday to you. Birthday to you. Happy birthday. He's got to clean up the mess. This is going to be a gif. <laughs>